Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 12 of the Blueprint podcast, also called the review episode. This is the final episode in season one of the Blueprint podcast, a solo episode with me, your host, John O'Driscoll, and I'm basically going to quickly give, I suppose, a review of season one, go through the 11 episodes that I recorded us some of the key takeaways from some of our fantastic guests and i suppose basically just tie a tie a, a ribbon around season one and also i'll discuss the genesis behind the um blueprint podcast where it came from and why it came to being just a bit a little bit more about me i suppose people who wouldn't be too familiar i'm obviously not only the host of the podcast but i own a, a company called blueprint financial planning which also trades as financial fitness that i dare both bespoke financial advisory companies specializing in the areas of wealth management, financial planning, and dealing with a a range of individuals and families in the West Cork, Cork and Greater Munster area. The idea of the Blueprint podcast, I suppose, came about 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 a year ago, I suppose. One of the most common things that people ask me uh, or asked me when I was launching the podcast was, why are you launching a podcast? There isn't exactly a lack of podcasts out there. The answer to that is very simple. Um, I love podcasts. I listen to them um, on a daily basis. Uh, a very, very diverse range of podcasts. Some of my personal favorites. I'm obviously a huge golf fan, uh, sports fan in general, particularly golf. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of Golf Weekly and News Talk. I'm a huge fan of the No Lang Up podcast. I think they're both uh, really, really good. I'm a big fan of Diary of a CEO with Stephen Bartlett. I just, I, I would have a lot of respect for him as an entrepreneur and uh, just some of his guests and he goes really deep with some conversations and they're really interesting. I enjoy the True Jordy podcast, I must say. Very different uh, interview style. He's had some great guests on over the last while and uh, conversations can really go off in any direction or any tangent. I quite enjoy listening to Jordan Peterson's podcast, Louis Theroux's very diverse diverse range of listening to a couple of financial um based podcasts and of course financial planning podcasts then just for a bit of levity and to catch up on the goings on of the week i, I really enjoyed the dermot and dave podcast i must admit the review podcast from the week um dermot and dave show on to bfm so um when anyone sees me uh if i've got airpods in my ears when i'm working um i'll be either listening to a podcast or listen to music which would be um my other real passion that's where the, I suppose the thinking when the podcast um came from. I was like, I really enjoy as a consumer listening to podcasts. I knew the kind of podcasts that I enjoyed listening to. Um, I'm really interested in the areas of sport, entrepreneurship, personal development. So I said, why not launch a podcast that kind of focuses on those three areas and, and basically talk to people that I would like to hear interviewed by someone else. Another common question was, why didn't I launch a finance podcast? So I'm a financial advisor by trade. I suppose that was definitely an idea. I suppose it, it doesn't take a genius to work out that um, the Blueprint uh, was named because I had a synergy with my company, Blueprint Financial Planning. And obviously a, a Blueprint is a, a plan that people refer to to try and achieve success in an area, be it building a house or following a gym plan or following a financial plan it, it's basically a plan that people refer back to so it had good synergy obviously with my business name i might very well do more finance based podcasts in season two but i suppose this was this was a break from the norm 
I do financial planning all day, every day. And uh, this was basically like a, like a hobby, a pastime, added a, a different element to the day. Um, it was really enjoyable talking to some of the guests and hear their, hear their stories. They're all so diverse. There obviously was a common thread of a lot of golfers through season one. Um, as I said, that's obviously my biggest um, area of interest. So it stands to reason that I was going to try and, and get some golfers on there. Guest one was John Murphy, professional golfer from Kinsale. Uh, really nice guy. Didn't know him or the sky over him. Um, obviously followed his career. Saw him play in the Donald Links last year. Saw him play over in Pebble Beach. Uh, reached out to him on Instagram. He couldn't have been nicer. Said to me, no problem coming to the podcast. Uh, I had no experience doing a podcast. Um, I was a total novice. He was my first guest. We did it on Zoom. He was an absolute gent. I've met him since in person um, at the J.P. McManus Pram in Adair over the summer. And um, he was as sound in real life as he in person as he was over the, over the, the podcast uh, recording. Um, since we spoke, he's gone on to secure his DP World Tour card, which is fantastic. We really, I suppose, got under the bonnet of his career, how he went from being a really promising amateur golfer in Kinsale to being a professional golfer making Walker Cup team um, you know getting a scholarship to the States really really impressive CV to date and the fact that he's after getting a European or a DP World Tour card is kind of the icy on the cake we spoke about basically how he just kind of applied himself learned from other golfers when he went to the States he realised that he wasn't the longest he wasn't the best short game he wasn't the best putter but he wasn't afraid to ask people who were better than him for, for help and guidance which is really important I think in life we don't have all the answers ourselves he spoke uh, very highly of his coach Ian Stafford and how they basically put together um, a blueprint for how he can go from where he was to ultimately achieving his goal of becoming a professional golfer. He obviously has done that and has got his card and we wish him nothing but the best for the next year and hopefully he will be an Irish presence in the Ryder Cup in Adair in 2027. For Irish golf, golf in the locality of West Cork um, and someone that's really aspirational for young kids to, to really look up to. Episode 2 was with Neil O'Brien. Neil was one of the pioneers, I suppose, of mental fitness he was the first, in inverted commas, life coach in Ireland, uh, appearing on daytime TV many moons ago. I met Neil a long time ago. Uh, my first job out of college, really, I suppose, was in recruitment. And, and Neil spoke at a breakfast event, a networking event uh, one morning. I mentioned it in the podcast that uh, when a life coach was being um, introduced, I was expecting a lot of Tony Robbins-esque, you know, real getting up, hugging people next to you and getting out of your comfort zone. And Neil was there at the end of this is that he's a really chilled out guy. He delivers his message in a real succinct, cool, calm way. He's excellent on the basics. As he always says, if you get the basics right, everything else will follow. Um, so he really kind of hones in on that with his clients, get the basics right, you know, get your habits right. And um, he's extremely well read in the area of personal development, like, thousands upon thousands of hours of study he was an absolute pleasure to talk to the feedback from anyone who listened to the podcast with neil was that he's the kind of guy you'd like to just sit down with and have a cup of coffee at a point he's really cool told a couple of very interesting anecdotes about his career and how he was employed 
very briefly by a, a very um, high-profile professional golfer and uh, didn't quite work out. But look, he's coached Davis Cup tennis players. He's worked with elite sports people. He's worked with elite people in the world of business, you know, really, really high-end executives in, in Ireland. His, his, his chat about human potential was, was really, really, really interesting. Episode three was with Ernest Candlin. Really well-known entrepreneur, particularly in the Cork area, owner of Sober Lane, Electric, director of Kinsale Spirit Company, which is just going from strength to strength. Their Kinsale Gin, Red Earl Irish Whiskey being sold worldwide. Ernest, I got to know in the last number of years, really generous with his time. He's a very busy guy, um, you know, three young kids at home running multiple businesses. Couldn't have been more generous with his time. We spoke about basically how he went from 22 years of age, borrowing 1.5 million to launch a pub, to basically launching a second pub, to opening in Dublin. He was extremely honest about that not working out. I just don't think the man actually has an ego. He was so honest about didn't work out, learned his lesson, moved on. He said it was a bit of a bruising, but while other people would have maybe licked their wounds or gone on the defensive about um, how things went against them and there were roadworks and whatnot and, you know, he got a, a bad break of the ball. There was none of that. He's going from strength to strength with Kinsale Spirit Company. I think I really think watch this space, a really, really bright young entrepreneur. Episode four, Mark Fennell, one of the most well-known life coaches in Ireland, a huge following Instagram, posts really, I suppose, meaningful and impactful uh, messages on his imp- on his Instagram stories most days. It doesn't overdo, just put up a couple of things every day that, you know, would really kind of make you think. His big thing was about building a life that makes you smile. The final question I ask most people on the podcast is, what is their blueprint for success in 10 words or less if possible? Mark's big one really was, build a life that makes you smile. So if, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, if you can try and pivot into something else, even if you're earning less money, but really, I suppose, you know, we've got one shot at it. So to try and do everything in your power to do something that you enjoy. Episode five, another golf one. Um, Peter Laurie, former European tour winner and um, regular contributor to Golf Weekly and Off the Ball, owner of Spowell Golf Academy in Dublin. Fantastic chat, really honest. I remember seeing a headline before, but, you know, it was like basically a quote. Um, I've earned six and a half million in my lifetime and on tour and it's financially unviable to remain a pro that always really struck me and I, I read the headline many years ago um, as a financial advisor um, we had a very interesting conversation about basically you know he's self-employed as a professional golfer he's liable for travel costs caddy costs if he misses the cut he must change his flight which he, he often gets a ribbing about on, on off the ball um, about he'd be booking flights midway through a round on a Friday because he's going to miss the cut. How basically, like, you know, you have to look at your bottom line, like any business at the end of the year. And if it's becoming financially unviable, then tough decisions have to be made. Peter decided to make that tough decision in 2016 and uh, he walked away from the world of professional golf. Has since gone into ownership of Spowell Golf Academy and um, driving range, which um, is doing phenomenally well for him. Was very open about his entrepreneurial effort to launch uh, an online booking system for green fees that just did not work out and did it cost a lot of money. As honest and a chat as you could have 
again, so helpful, so um, good with his time, recorded uh, as usual on Zoom. And um, it, it was a really, really enjoyable chat. And um, it's, it's gone down really well with both golf fans and non-golf fans. Like Episode 6 then was was a really nice one for me. Um, I suppose it was uh, interviewing a, a friend of mine and uh, a, a good friend of mine's brother. Um, so I interviewed Brian Carmody, um, who's a Skibbereen native. Brian left Skibbereen many, many, many years ago and headed for L.A., and um, as he said himself, but not much in his pocket. And he has just created a phenomenal business for himself. He's a director of a company called Smuggler, who are an international production company. They have interests in film, TV, commercials, music videos. So they, they've brought once to Broadway, once to musical. They've made adverts for Under Armour, Nissan, Apple, just to name a few. Um, they've won Tonys, Emmys, Pam Doors, even a Grammy. Just such an interesting story um, of how he basically worked his way up from literally a runner on set uh, to, you know, effectively living the American dream and building a phenomenally successful company. I've really only got to know Brian, I suppose, in the last maybe 10 years. Um, but people who listen to the podcast said he's, he is the same now as uh, he was 40 years ago when he was young for Really, really, really enjoyable conversation. It, it was actually a hard one to edit down because we were chatting for so long. So try and get it down into a bite size, you know, 30, 35 minutes what, what, what was, a, was a hard job. But um, yeah, fantastic conversation and has been really, really well received by people who both know him and didn't have a clue who he was. Episode 7 was with Peter O'Keefe. Uh, Peter is one of the most decorated amateur golfers in Ireland, um, and also a very, very active entrepreneur. So he really ticked um, uh, two boxes uh, for the um, kind of modus operandi of the, um, of the podcast to talk about personal development, entrepreneurship and sport. Peter is the owner of O'Keefe Golf Performance and the Golf Strong brand, and they recently launched um, their app. So it's available on Apple and, and Android. And um, he's also a director, uh, owner of the F45 franchise in Cork City, um, in the Elysian. You know, really ticks, as I said, the boxes of an entrepreneur and an elite sports person. Peter is so decorated in amateur golf, represents Ireland on a regular basis and um we had a really good chat about basically how he's built a, a career pro professional ranks didn't work out for peter he was, was very honest about it and um, just said he wasn't really good enough in his own words you know he came back and he saw a massive gap in the market for golf specific uh fitness you know he's really taken the ball and run with it i've i've attended his his golf specific classes downloaded his app and, you know, whether you're a golfer or not, um, they're really, really good workout. A lot of a lot of effort went into developing his own fitness app. And um, also the F45, um, you know, he's got big expansion plans to roll out the golf fitness and the and the personal training across Ireland. So, um, yeah, excellent chat with Peter O'Keefe. Episode 8 was with Barbara Nugent. Barbara is the owner of EQ.ie, um, an expert in emotional intelligence. She's extremely well qualified in her field, has worked with leadership teams and multinationals um, a lot, uh, business owners, 
She's a former president of Network Ireland and the Cork branch. She's she's a really, really interesting person to talk to. I've known Barbara for a number of years and you can really get under the bonnet about so many things with Barbara. She's very interesting, very well read, very thoughtful person. Like one of my first questions was, what exactly is emotional intelligence? We often hear bandied about that, you know, he or she has low emotional intelligence or he's, you know, he's so in tune and he's got really high emotional intelligence. Excellent chat. Barbara owns a business and works with Clonic Guilty. Uh, in West Cork, it was just so interesting to hear her uh, succinctly put exactly what emotional intelligence is, and um, it was it was a really really well received episode. Episode nine was with Ashling Vaughan. Ashling owns Irie, spelled A Y R I E, which is basically a an online community, fitness community, personal development community, and um, focusing solely on women. She's built a phenomenally successful um, online business. I actually work out of the same co-working space as, as Ashley and Skibbereen, so that's how I got to know her. But she's extremely driven, knows her market inside out, and um, knows her proposition to her clients and just gets phenomenal feedback and phenomenal results with her clients. We had a really interesting chat. Like one of the first questions I asked her when I met her was like, why don't you deal with men as well? You're not like kind of cutting out half of your potential market. But, you know, she... I suppose discuss that in the podcast as well about basically, like, you know, you can't be all things to all people and, you know, you, you, you can't talk to everyone in the room. You have to have a niche market. And um, she's doing really well. She's a phenomenal athlete in her own right and runs a great business. She's got such a strong community. Um, I think the amount of uh, Irene members who listen to the podcast was, you know, nearly they all, every single one of them listened to it. They really support each other and, um, she was such an interesting person to talk to and see the big expansion plan she has for her business. Episode 10 was with Andy McMahon. Bit of a different podcast, this was because it was the first person actually both in the podcast that technically wasn't self-employed. Andy has the, the very, very distinct honour of being director of golf at Adair Manor, which is, you know, arguably one of the finest golf courses and resorts in the world. Originally from Scotland, um, as he said, he's up, he got he got head on to basically come over to Adair Manor, a job that not, not many um, golf professionals could turn down. And um, this was a really interesting one for me, really enjoyable, because it was post the JP McManus Pro-Am, which was held at Adair Manor and played host to some of the most well-known golfers and celebrities in the world and like the, the field that was comprised in terms of the quality of golfers was, was just incredible. So we spoke about that. He told some fantastic anecdotes about Tiger Woods, which I think anyone who's into golf listen to podcasts found fascinating. And again, we could have spoke for hours and end. The one thing that Andy was really good at was both Andy has achieved a large degree of success in his career. You know, even though he's not self-employed, I think he treats himself as being self-employed insofar as, you know, he really, really minds his job insofar as he always wants to deliver the best. He wants his team to deliver the best. He's very conscious of the fact that he's working for the Adair Manor brand, which is synonymous with quality and excellence and for the McManus family. And, um, you know, he spoke about basically, like, you know, being mindful of expenditure, mindful of costs, imparting, you know, knowledge and drive into his team the whole time. And uh, we spoke then about preparation for the Ryder Cup, which is a long ways away in 2027. Um, but it was a fantastic chat. And he's extremely well got in the um, in the in the golf industry and the wider 
business community, he posted um, a snippet of our chat on LinkedIn and the amount of reposts and responses and likes was was phenomenal. You'll enjoy that episode, whether you're into golf or not. My wife has little or no interest in golf and uh, she said to me she really enjoyed that episode um, because it was very different from what she thought it was going to be. She thought it was going to be really, really like just all golf, but it wasn't. Spoke about his career, blueprint for success. It was really, really interesting. And then finally, episode 11 was John Goulding, who is the CEO of WorkVivo. And WorkVivo, for those who don't know, are a rapidly growing technology company headquartered in Cork. And they basically have turned the way employees and employers engage on, on its head through a suite of products, which basically have kind of replaced the old intranet. They have, you know, a couple of million daily users across some of the biggest companies in the world John is a, a really unassuming guy. You know, he was so, I suppose, honest about basically, we always think about these great entrepreneurs that they had a light bulb moment and they said, right, that's it. This is what we're going to go with. But like John was honest, he said, like, we didn't, himself and his co-director, like, we didn't have a light bulb moment. We literally sat and discussed ideas and had a marker and a whiteboard and kind of wrote down different ideas that we had that might work. And to think that from that they've created such a business as work vivo which has gone on to receive investment from the founder of zoom is just incredible john is a, a regular visitor to west cork that's how i got to know him a regular um golfer in skivering golf club over the summer and also he works out of the co-working space that i work out of um in skivering so that's how i got to know john you know, uh, as good an, an entrepreneurial story, I think, as you'll find, and the fact that he is based in Cork and providing such employment in Cork and is happy to have their headquarters and, and is adamant that they can attract all the necessary talent and developers they need to run their business in Cork is, is, is fantastic. So that was a really, really, um, really insightful chat because I think, you know, I, I always admire entrepreneurs who, who scale their business so much. And John is, is such a, in such an unassuming fashion and they've they've grown so quickly to hear him say that basically they worked a number of ideas and one of them became work vivo it was just incredible so that's been the 11 episodes of season one if someone asks or someone did ask me actually recently if i had a wish list of guests for season two and i was like where do you start i mean you know like really aspirational like i'd love to chat to shane lowry you know, I just think his career has just blossomed in the last couple of years. And he's really firmly established himself as one of the top golfers in the world. Whilst, you know, by and large, not getting the credit that he, I think he deserves, but he know people are really cottoning on to the fact that he is a real, real class golfer. And, and obviously, his latest endeavours up in Pullamore, he's got into um, the opening of a, of a hospitality business. So he's obviously pivoting now into more entrepreneurial endeavors. So that would be really interesting. Um, I would love to talk to Stephen Bartlett, obviously. What podcast host wouldn't? Um, Stephen Bartlett, A Dragon and Dragon's Den, one of my favorite TV shows, the host of Diary of the CEO. Speaking of Dragon's Den, Peter Jones has been one of my uh, business heroes for many a year um, and a dragon and dragon's Den for a long time. And uh, I think he'd be a really good um, conversation as well and then look sure where do you stop at the list like who wouldn't love to interview Louis Theroux um, his documentaries are always fascinating no matter what subject they're on um, he's so interesting um, his recent podcast with, with, with Stephen Bartlett actually on there is CEO 
was fantastic. You know, who wouldn't want to interview Tiger Woods? Not going to happen, but look, we'll try out there anyway. Warren Buffett would be a, 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 an all-time bucket list. Um, my, one of my uh, absolute idols in, in investing icon to pick his brain for a while on his career and his success. Berkshire Hathaway would be incredible. Um, Morgan Housel, who is an author, wrote Psychology and Money, one of my favorite books, and I think he would be a fantastic conversation. Tony Robbins, love him or load him, be skeptical or not. The man has, has impacted millions of people's lives. Um, I think, and I think he's, I think he would be so interesting. Uh, and look, you know, you could go on and on and on, but um, hopefully one of those who will appear in the podcast someday, but who knows, um, will be back all going well in 2023 with season two. I already have one or two guests lined up. The feedback on season one so far has been great. We host the podcast on a platform called Transistor. So we get regular updates on how the podcast is performing and in what genres is performing well, etc. We've been downloaded in 10 different countries, which is really cool. You know, it's it surpassed 2000 downloads, which has been fantastic. Um, and the, the really cool thing for me has been that I've been, you know, in my locality in Skibbereen or in West Cork and people who I didn't even know have said to me, oh, I listened to your podcast with so-and-so the other day. It was really interesting. Um, I love the format that it's only kind of, you know, half an hour I can listen to going to work. You know, some of my clients in the uh, in the brokerage have said to me that they really enjoyed the conversations non-golfers have really enjoyed some of the golfer chats and people who were self-employed with no interest in any kind of entrepreneurial endeavors have loved the chats with the likes of Ernest or the likes of Brian Carmody or the likes of John Goulding. So overall, the feedback has been fantastic on the podcast and I'm, I'm really appreciative of it. As I said, it kind of is a hobby for me, but who knows where it, it might go. But for the time being, I'm just really happy how season one has gone. If you're listening to this review podcast, and I assume that you listen to other pod episodes, but if you haven't, please do. Please like and subscribe. You know, when you listen to podcasts and they tell you, please like and subscribe, it makes a difference. But it, no, no, I know it actually does make a difference. So please do like and subscribe. Please do give a review on Apple or Android podcasts, or Google podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, etc. You can just hit the like button. I hope you've enjoyed season one. I've really enjoyed recording them. Hopefully, we'll see you all in 2023. In the meantime, have a great Christmas and New Year. Stay safe, stay well, and take care. Slough.